Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is being awesome with Rob Springer. Hey, hey, kids, it's time for being awesome, the podcast about loving transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. And I'm freshly back from a little hiatus thanks to Hurricane Irma messing up my work week. Had to work all weekend last weekend to make up for the time I missed due to that hurricane kind of shutting down the state for a few days. But I'm back, still sleepy. I've been off this weekend and sleeping most of it. Um, Actually, I just woke up from a little nap in my recliner and... Boy, I think I'm going to take another one in a minute. <laughs> but everything is okay. I hope everyone out there rode out the hurricane okay. It was kind of crazy for a while. I I just had my porch door open, and I watched this uh, tree right in front of my porch blow black, just back and forth all night. Just boom, one, one way, the other way. There it goes. There it goes. Yeah, I didn't really have any problems. The cable blinked once or twice, and that was about it. I was... Actually, the worst was over, probably, I could have just went to work. But, probably best I didn't. <laughs> but, all that being up, images from the new, people keep saying uh, the Cyberverse toy line, which it's not. It's If you remember those uh, slide leaks from a few weeks ago, the evergreen simplified toys to be sold in, like, Family Dollars and Walgreens and stuff like that. Those toys, images of those have been popping up earlier today. And I was really just ecstatic and happy to see them. Look at that. I like just kind of oddball toys like that. And they these things, I don't know. I'm kind of theorizing that they're taking over the Legion class. Because I haven't really seen any pictures of Legion toys. You know, past movie stuff and these last Robots in the Skies ones. I don't know if at Toy Fair or New York Comic Con we'll get showed some more some Legion toys to go along with the toys that are going with the, the Cyberverse cartoon. All signs seem to point that it'll be a more traditional-looking cartoon. So Generations toys and whatever would seemingly kind of go along with it, as well as these more simplified toys that they'll be selling at smaller store chains. Um... So I guess time will tell on that one. Uh, they look, they almost look like, like upscaled legions, but not proper upscaled legions. Like, uh, like they were designed to be that complex, but to be this size, as opposed to originally a two inch toy blown up to four, you know? So, so they, they keep their detail. They look pretty neat though. Um, I was theorizing just a few minutes ago when I was walking the trash to the dumpster that, you know, it makes sense since, okay, Legends started out, Legions were originally called Legends, as most of us know, for the name switch happened, and they 
around 05 and 06 when they first came out, they were primarily for smaller chain stores like Walgreens and Family Dollars and such before they started made a crossover and started getting sold in regular stores as well. So it kind of makes sense for these new toys to go back to that original plan and the size they are, they're, you know, they, they can't, they match the toys that we used to call them commanders, but now they're, boy, it's so confusing, isn't it? Similar in scout basic scale size toys that were called commander for cyberverse originally now are called legends. As of 2013, those guys, <laughs> this naming system is horrible. <laughs> it's too confusing, but it seems like they're almost made to that size to match up with those. So a kid could perhaps take his Megatron toy he got at Family Dollar when his mom ran out to get a bottle of Shasta or something. And it goes along with that cool cosmos his aunt gave him at Christmas. You know, it kind of seems like that because right now it, you know, scale has never been a thing for Transformers, but you got a two inch bumblebee that you got for five bucks. A, and then you're going to make them fight the star screen that's two inches taller you know it's it's going to it's 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 off to a kid so i think that's probably why not to mention last time i was at walmart looks like they've marked the legions up so it looks like it became a point of it's not really working as a value line anymore plastic is going up so that's that's kind of what i'm theorizing but let's just see i'm sure i'll like these just as much as i will in my legions and be happy to add them to my collection not to mention so many knockoff Legion toys are blown up to that size anyway. So that should make things interesting next time at the Dollar General or whatever. And I see these knockoff Legions in crazy colors. Like, wow, I just added to the arsenal with this robot hero toy that's in a weird salmon and green color. Who's this guy? Decepticon Warrior. That's his name. <laughs> but I'm pretty interested in these guys. I think they're going to start hitting stores around spring. And, you know, it's funny talking about Walgreens. I was checking out the, a couple of the local Walgreens yesterday when when I was awake and we went out to do some shopping. And, you know, I couldn't find any uh, Cyberverse Battalion figures yet. I mean, other people have been picking them up, so any day now they'll be popping up over here. But I was at this one walk. I dropped off my wife and ran up to another Walgreens by the house where I called it the evening. And I was looking around their toys and they're getting all their stuff in for Christmas, you know. And you guys know those Mars converters, kind of odd brand robot and science fiction toys that you see. There's always the Transformer-like figures they have next to the Transformers at Walmart. Or some stores have the just generic robot or whatever figure they put out. And they got that actually neat alien set, if you guys ever see it, where you get a couple of these alien figures where you can swap out the parts and stuff. Those are actually kind of cool. <laughs> but they had a... I don't know if these are new or just new to me because I haven't seen them before. A little line of like robot like dinosaurs that was in the Mars converter packaging that almost that looked like poor man's Zoids, like like they were taking on the Zoids market here. Despite Zoids not being sold in the US uh since about what, oh five? So it's kinda odd, but I I think I want some of them. I didn't tink around them enough to see if the little canopies open, like I maybe I could stick a little figure in another drive motor, but those are pretty neat. I might be suckered into buying one of those. I was reminiscing, reminiscing is the wrong word. I was thinking the other day that I'm looking forward to see it's, 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 we're now getting in Halloween season. Of course I'm excited. Go to zonebase.org. I have a uh, went full balloons, bananas, full balloons and a uh, Halloween celebrating there. But Halloween means 
Christmas is lurking soon. You're starting to see those little little ornaments starting to go on the shelves and you know, it's starting to rare up and as soon as Halloween's over, there's gonna be Christmas stuff everywhere, you know. And the discount store is like just like that Walgreens yesterday, you're gonna start getting all their stock in, and that's where those crazy weird robot toys start popping up. Like the God Max knockoff set that was at Family Dollar last year that a lot of people went crazy for. I'm looking at mine right here. Pretty good set. Plastic was a little loosey-goosey in spots. Nothing a t tiny corner of a piece of toilet paper couldn't fix, though. And I've got a pretty solid God Max in weird colors. You know, there's always the evergreen <laughs> knockoffs of Bruticus and Devastator and what have you at these stores. But sometimes there's really weird ones like Odd brave toys or whatever or i think it was 2014 a selection uh, some korean robot line that i don't know the name of some of those toys showed up in family dollars in these knockoff packaging and they're really cool i mean it's i'm excited to see what's going to pop up this year so far i've or you know halfway through september i've already seen neat toe zoid like robots in there so I'm I'm really wondering what's going to happen. Like, I think last year I, I always do early voting and I went to go do my early voting before I went to bed that morning. I swung by family dollar and grabbed God max. So I'm like, and that's when I saw those Mars converters, like dragons that transform into robots right there. And I, I think they're supposed to be dinosaurs, but they just kind of look like dragons. They're, they're newer line of transforming robots. They don't, they don't really put anything on the packaging other than Mars converter. And they sometimes change the colors up. So there's no, subline or what it was supposed to be it's just here you go and you know those are their last year and so far this year i've seen these mars converters fake zoids that in all honesty the packaging is even kind of colored to look like zoids packaging so that's just kind of random and i'm probably going to grab one not all of them but if i can figure out if they can store a small figure or whatever or what if i could stick a titan master in there that'd be rad now I'm, now i'm selling i'm going to uh have to go to the post office in the morning and from where I live, there's a post office in equal distance one way or the other. I kind of live in between two towns, practically, and they're both small towns. And the highway outside of my uh, neighborhood, I turn, I can turn left and go two blocks, and there's a post office, and there's a family dollar. I can go right, and there's a post office and a family dollar. And a Flash Foods. So, <laughs> depending on which one, I might be convinced into popping into family dollar to see what showed up yet. I don't know. Well, enough about discount toys <laughs> at discount chains. And let's, talk, let's skip over to the Q&A portion of the show. The Q&A, which is fed from a thread that I post exclusively in Talk Transformers. It's a group on Facebook, and it's the best place to talk Transformers online. Go join. Go chat. I'm going to pop a new thread up. My chair squeaking. That's so annoying. Um, <laughs> I need to get a new chair. I'm kind of hard-pressed to buy a new chair because there's nothing really wrong with this one other than it's just kind of old and squeaky. I'd like arms, though. Arms would be nice. This doesn't have arms. I got a reason to buy one now. <clears throat> Sometimes if it's, you got a squeaky chair and you just kind of get violent with your movement, it clears out the squeaks, but I just made it worse. I don't know if it's... Let me look at the wave file. Okay, I didn't see it pick up, so it probably just sounds like I'm talking like a maniac, but trust me, it's it's really creaky. But I'm fixing to pop a new thread up there any day now needing some more Q&A content 
so if you got any questions you got any talking points you got any comments you would like to submit to this portion of the show get on over to talk transformers it's coming any minute now and hey if by chance you missed the thread just straight up ask me a question there i'll totally add it in i promise well this week's question comes from my home piece mike carvel ho mike carvel ho makes these wonderful ice cream cakes that you can get um i, I like the one that's like got oreo in it and there's one it used to be one called cookie puss it was like a clown Mike Carvalho makes all of those. They're wonderful. Mike, man, good on you for all those awesome ice cream cakes. Can't believe you, I didn't know you were as old as you were. I'm surprised. Anyway, Mike goes on to say, ask, Hi, do you think that a Transformers movie could be made that would appeal to the mass media and Transformers fans? Marvel managed to do it pretty well in general, but Transformers was reinvented so many times that every series is someone's first. Great job on the podcast, sir. Thanks. Hey, well, thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. Um, that's a very good question because, you know, Marvel's been, those series have been reinvented a million times too. And they kind of think they base those movies on the more recent ones. Although their reinventions still manage to kind of follow the same basic formula. Though the other day I had a, every morning when I get in from work after the wife leaves for her job, I take like a little 20 minute walk around the neighborhood, you know, get a little exercise. I have a treadmill, but it's really hard to make myself get on a treadmill. But I have a, a nice neighborhood. It's got a sidewalk. And it's like ups and downs and hills and all that. And I walk around it once or about twice. or If twice gets too easy, I'll go to three times. But by the time I'm done, I'm worn out. It's a good little exercise. But I came in from and came in from that. And I was having me a nice little drink of water for I laid down just to kind of cool off a little. And I was, on Disney XD, it was a new episode of the newest Spider-Man cartoon which is seemingly lightly based on the current Spider-Man movies where, and you know, Spider-Man and Iron Man interact heavily and stuff. And I'm like, man, this is like the millionth new Spider-Man cartoon in the past decade. Like every year there's a new Spider-Man cartoon. And in my head, I'm like, I, th- I remember when I was a kid, it was kind of a big deal when the nineties that Fox kid Spider-Man came out. Cause before then there wasn't that many, you had the, uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends and the old 60s one that came on prior to it, which would often be shown in rerun and reruns and syndication. So it's kind of a big deal when a new Spider-Man cartoon came out. And then it got to be um, when those uh, Tobey Maguire movies came out, they, they made that like CGI one for MTV and stuff. And that was, and then at some point they started making new Spider-Man cartoons every so often, a brand new one. And each one they've got to reestablish this new cartoon and a new, origin story that's pretty much the same thing just kind of refreshing for modern day kids and that kind of thing you know so they've kind of done that with marvel too but thing is it's they've kept it closer to the source material while transformers is still the same idea there's been a little variety here you know you've got you know it's not fair saying beast wars because it was a it was like basically generation three and when it was presented in cartoon form they just kind of these are transformers. They turn into things. Now they're on this planet. They're turning into animals. And now Beast Wars starts. You know, they didn't really spend too much time establishing what they were or whatever. They just, they crash landed on what turned out to be Earth. And they needed to turn into animals because there's too much radiation from the raw energon. You know, they, they kind of swept it up real quick and right onto the adventure. It wasn't really until, um, you know, thinking about it, it wasn't really until Armada till they spent too much time really driving in the concept because beast machines kind of just took off running like 
hey, things are weird. What happened? You know, being a sequel to Beast Wars and Robots in the Skies, it, they were already here and they just kind of took a second to explain to uh, Koji that, hey, we're, we're alien robots from outer space and we turn into cars. You know, that was pretty much it. It wasn't until Armada until they really started taking time driving into the, uh, the idea. And that was the, if you want to say Beast Wars was different, the fact that they turned into animals, Armada was the first time where you really got a swerve thrown in because now they were both fighting over minicons instead of just fighting over a planet, you know. And then, um, Energon, you know, they, well, we don't care about these minicons now. Now we're stealing all the Energon from planets and the, we're fighting over that. And then Cybertron. Now we're fighting over keys from the planets. And then, you know, you had the movie. And then Animated came out, which was kind of a return to form. But they still spent like a a little TV movie getting it established, you know. And I'm thinking, and you know, movies kept going on. And we had Prime, which spent like, had like a little mini movie to establish what's going on. Even though they were already on the planet, they had to really kind of establish the point of the show. Robots in Disguise was a lot like that. They had a, they had a lot of establishing episodes to kind of get the flow of the episode going, of the series going. Like, you know, they went to Earth and they're capturing rogue Decepticons, and it it took a few episodes to really get going, just because it had more establishing episodes of just, hey, we're here, here's a bad guy, we caught him, you know. And who knows what Cyberverse will be like if it's going to spend any time setting up or just go with it, you know, just be like, hey, they're. Maybe it'll be like a brief introductory episode and that's it, you know. So I don't know. I think with Transformers, <coughs> excuse me, I think with Transformers, the bulk of the uh, reinvention is physical and gimmick based. And while the concept's still the same, but by all, I mean, you can see it now, all the new merchandise coming out is very generic, traditional Transformers. Optimus looks like Optimus B looks like. Be Bumblebee, the more modern version of Bumblebee that turns into a little hatchbacky sports car that looks looks like B, you know. And everyone, you know, Megatron turns into a tank, but he looks like G1 Megatron, you know. It's that new, more modern interpretation of classic Transformers. I think that's the idea there right now is just to be more, I hate to use the word generic, but be more uh, generic about the way they look because it's like, Here's 50 Optimus Prime toys that look completely different, you know. And here's 50 Optimus Prime toys that all kind of look the same. Okay. You know, that makes a lot of sense to me. I think that's what they're kind of doing now. As opposed for a movie, that's the question of the hour because, you know, we got the Bumblebee movie coming out uh, this summer, which, you know, it's going to be a Bumblebee's Adventures in the 80s. You know, I hope I'm not spoiling anything. The pictures are everywhere you look of pictures from the sets and there's been a couple of old old tiny Volkswagen bugs there. So presuming for a portion of the movie turns into the Bumblebee you recognize and one of the producers was saying the next Transformer movie due out in 2019 is going to have a whole new story. Now they said each movie's going to have a whole new story, so you can take that as you will. And we all know that Boulder Media, the new animation arm of Hasbro is working on a Transformers movie. And they're saying it's going to be movie-based. But if Bumblebee, he kind of turns into a bug. And the new movie is going to have a new story. Is Hasbro slowly edging toward a more general look for the movie guys too? Because if you watch the movies, they've gotten more cartoonish looking in appearance in the movies. 
you know, they're not as insectoid looking. They're, they're clearly live action versions of cartoon robots, you know, and Optimus is more sleek looking and Drift has that liquid metal type face. And so does a green trench coat dude who's in the crosshairs, <laughs> you know, they've gotten a little bit more, or what was that dump truck guy? The merchant guy in the last movie, he was a Shrek. I mean, he was a cartoon character, you know. So it's it just goes to form that maybe they're slowly... And they don't take time in these movies to explain anything. So here's this Bumblebee movie kind of serving as a soft reboot for a different type of Transformers movie. We got a different director, a different feel. And here comes a new Transformers movie, a whole new look and feel that's live action. And maybe they look a little more like they used to. You know, maybe maybe that's how they're going to go. But we don't know yet because we don't know anything really or... Maybe that 2019 movie is the cartoon movie. But the reason I say I don't know if it would go over as well as the Marvel movies is Spider-Man's always Spider-Man. You know, Transformers is relatively new. And when I say relatively new is it's sure the line's been around for almost 35 years now, but the movies have been around for a decade and the movies are the cash cow, you know, Transformers has always been an evergreen ongoing toy property, but it's just been that it's been a cartoon. It's been a toy line often when it's had comics, you know, these movies made for the mainstream have only been around about a decade and we're at what, what now five movies in 10 years, um, which almost doesn't make sense because you figured it'd be every other year, but it was like three years between the last five me and math sometimes don't work out, but it almost doesn't make sense if you don't think about it too <laughs> too correctly. But, you know, you got a Bumblebee movie coming out soon, and from all mer- mer- the, the, the merchandising, he looks like B from the movies. And if you stop and think about it, you know, that ride at Universal is still long lines, you know. And I this past summer, I've got, I bought plenty of them. There was wet ones wipes was having a contest to win a trip to universal studios, Florida. So you could ride transformers to ride. You know, I don't know if that was a turnaround since, uh, last night didn't make the billion dollars that the last two movies did. It made a, not that much less than the first transformers movie did, but it was also made for a hundred million more. So obviously it, it was a yike stripes, fruit stripes, gum moment. And that, hey, flavor's out. So, I don't know. It's one of those things where you're like, the public mainstream consensus is that movie look. And, you know, they could change the way they look. And let's face it, the past two movies, you know, fit a different vibe altogether. And people obviously accepted it because Age of Extinction made a billion dollars. People obviously accepted it because the last movie made over $600 million. It wasn't as big as money, but if you want to stop and think about it, Revenge of the Fallen only made like 700 something million dollars. So it wasn't as big of a flop as some would lead you to believe. It was just a disappointing return as far as, look, the last two made a billion each. So people obviously still accepted the fact that the story was different because, you know, you went from, and this kid gets a Camaro and he has a magical adventure. It's kind of, Steven Spielbergian, you know, and then you go to now that they're, they're involved the military more for part two and three, and then you go to a, well, after what all happened, our transformers are all now hiding again. And now this, this 
inventor from Texas with a Boston accent finds a transformer and they get an adventure. And in the next movie, him and those transformers go on another adventure. You know, they, it's kind of a radical switch in storylines that they did pull off enough for you to understand why it switched gears and no one seemed to flutter an eye too much about it. But I don't know if a radical change in that look or tone would be as widely accepted because in the mainstream audience, it's Transformers. They're giant movies filled of explosions, you know. Kind of wonder, since the new movie last night's coming out on video this coming weekend, how is that going to do on video? Because I don't think, uh, from what I understand, some of the recent summer movies has done as well as they've used to. And from what I understand, like a lot of my coworkers now just wait till video to see movies. And there's times where I'm like, you know, my cable, my cable has like, you could pre-order a movie while it's in theaters. So when the minute it goes on digital before it goes to video, you have it. And they have the option already of some small run movies you could that are in theaters to watch at home. So uh, that's a sidebar here, but I'm wondering how much longer we got to movies only being in theaters without a, in-demand version from your cable company readily available at launch you know maybe a week later i can't lie i'd probably stay at home to do that just because i as much as i like go into the movies it's expensive and at the end of the day the 20 dollars i'm paying for my wife give or take a dollar or two for the tickets is then added another 20 30 dollars for snacks well the movie studios are making that ticket money and the theaters are making that soda money you know plus whatever dollar or two they throw on a ticket fee if movies are starting to kind of far out at the theaters, but do really well in home video like they seemingly have. I mean, that Power Rangers movie, it barely made it. I don't think it even made its budget back in the theaters, but it's done so well on video that they're looking into making a sequel, you know? So I don't know if just more people are like, hey, I'm. it's going to be out on video in two months, you know? I kind of wonder if that's going to start a trend like that. That was a sidebar. I'm sorry about that, but... I, I did just sidebar into that on my own. But going to that mainstream audience, it's really hard to say. I would like to say, hell yeah, they would. Because everyone goes, man, if they made it G1, it'd be perfect and everyone would go see it. Well, that's not true. Because they'd be like, hey, why do they look different now? You know, there's there's still people. Um, I, I remember overhearing people um, at Batman Begins saying, oh, no, I thought the Joker killed his parents. Because they still hadn't s- separated that movie from the old Michael Keaton one. As far as the mainstream audience, you can always go, oh, they don't know. You're, you're right, they don't. You know, the, if you're not attached to something, you don't know. You just think it looks neat and you watch it, you know. There's people who didn't know um, Doctor Strange was a comic book. Or it is a novel, you know. Stuff like that. You know, there's, there's just people who don't know. I mean, I, I had saw, I used to be a pretty big Ring fan, the movie The Ring. I had saw the Japanese version before I saw the uh, American one. And then I had discovered some manga. I, I I knew it was a remake of a Japanese movie. And I found some manga. And I went down a well and discovered. It was a novel series. There was already TV movies that were made like almost a decade before. And these newer movies are actually quite a departure. And I got all well versed. There's even new ring movies now. You know, not just that newish one that came out last year here in America, but there's a whole new series in Japan just called Sadako, because that's, that's her name over there, Sadako, not Samara. And um, it's different, you know. You know, you never would know. So 
there's some people go, oh yeah, that was that thing from the eighties when I was a kid. Yeah, this looks more realistic. I actually heard people say that. I remember the O seven movie when it was um when those trailers first came out in January. You know, we had that little teaser trailer in movie theaters with the little satellite robot and a hard to see robot in the sun grabs it and it just says Transformers on the screen and people are going, Whoa you know. And we had that for a while and then in January of oh seven when that first trailer came out and it was all over the internet of course and stuff. I remember I was at my job at the time and the IT guy was there and he was a big Star Wars fan. And um the paint that landscape well a lot of people straight out used to just dismiss Transformers, you know, like I remember when I was in my early twenties going to sci fi cons and telling people I was really into Transformers and those Star Trek dudes would just upright dismiss me, you know, there's no respect at all. And then that one sci-fi con I was told to saying about, I ended up doing a transformer panel there two years in a row and finally gave up. Cause like, this is not my audience. This is dead on water. Like a handful of people are here, but for the most part, these people are just like, this wasn't their audience. And then a couple of years later, when that movie came out, the guy wrote me an email. Hey, do you want to come? I don't know if you know, there's a transformers movie out or not, but everyone's talking about it. No, I wouldn't know anything about it. People always say that kind of thing. If they know you like Transformers, they'll be like, hey, I don't know if you've heard about it or not. Then they'll tell you about something that, like the new movie that you've done, been hearing about for like five years straight every day. Like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but, um, you know, they, it just there was nothing there at the time. And I remember that 07 movie came out and the IT guy was like, hey, did you see that trailer for the Transformers movie? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just not even trying to be like, yeah, a million times. <laughs> but. And he's like, wow, I thought when I first heard they were making one, I thought that'd be stupid. But I see them, they look much more realistic here. That's going to be great. That That's the mainstream perception. So a lot of people were straight out thinking, well, is it going to be like Power Rangers? Optimus Prime is just going to be some guy in a suit walking around. That's going to be stupid. So I think it would be a really hard sell. No matter how good the movie is, I think they would legitimately have to take some time off making a complete traditional looking Transformers reboot. I think they would have to, at this rate, maybe the Bumblebee movie kind of eases it in a little. And you know there's going to be people who just will not get that it's a prequel of any way. They're not going to realize it's in the 80s. They're just going to be like, well, Bumblebee looks different. You know, there's people that didn't know Rogue One was a Star Wars movie. You know, they went to see it and were like, hey, kind of ripping off Star Wars here. And you just look at them. Huh? What? Um... And that's just kind of the mainstream perception, you know? It's not that they're dumb. It's just that they don't care. I mean, that's a cool movie that's out. I'm going to go see it. What? Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. And that's that. So I I think if they did do just a straight-up reboot and here was the G1 designs walk around on screen, I think it would be a fart in church. You know, I could be wrong. It could be like a giant hit. But even in, even as ridiculous as Guardians of the Galaxy is, they made a point to show... Ego as a human avatar for the bulk of the movie for really getting a good look at that face in space. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's a living planet. Oh, okay. Oh, it really took, it was almost the third act of that movie. You know what I'm saying? That's, um, it's hard sell for a mainstream audience. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll ease it in and that would work out. Cause who knows? Maybe, maybe that one in 2019 Optimus will just look different again, you know? You know, and, and that'll just be okay. I don't know. I, I, I really, I know it's a stupid question. It's a 
people hate when they ask a question and they ask a question to something like this because they expect a good answer. But the only answer is, I don't know. I'm because it's, you can't, you can't, you just can't tell the minds of people who aren't in it. You know, it's easy for you to automatically have a thought because you live and breathe this stuff every day. But by the same token, I'll be uh, looking on Facebook and some say a group that isn't transformers related. And someone will say something and someone will sidebar off go like someone says something about a chubacabra or something. And it was like, what's Daryl Dixon got to do with it? Where they wanted to turn it around to something else. Because I think there's an episode called chubacabra. My wife watches the show, but I don't know the titles of the show. Each episode's name, you know, and she managed to sidebar, try her best to sidebar it off into that discussion, you know, you know, because that's automatically what hit that person's mind when they heard the word chupacabra, you know. So for us, we'd be like, oh, yeah, I've, I've pictured this a million times. It'd be like this. It'd be great. But for that person who's just, you know, it's hard for me. <laughs> Pardon me. It's hard for me to identify with a person who doesn't like pizza. Everyone loves pizza. You know what I mean? I love pizza. I eat pizza like 50 times a week. Uh, people, people, it's like almost everyone loves pizza. Every once in a while, you meet a person who just can't stand it. And you just kind of look at them like, huh? So it's just hard for me to get that mindset. It's just hard for me to get that mindset. One could hope. We could all hope. But I think I think if they honestly tried it in a mainstream setting, it would probably have to be a few years. And I don't mean three years between sequels. I mean, it would probably have to take some time off before they brought it back out. Get, you know, if this Bumblebee movie and 19 movie just do worse and they decide to kind of put the movies on a hiatus for a while, let it wash out of people's mouth and then bring it back out rebooted later. Maybe then they might have a chance, but right now while they're still doing relatively okay, even with the last night stumble, you know, like I said, there's go to your local store, wet wipes, the little hand wipe things and have a contest to win a trip to that ride. And you go to that ride. It's got a long line. Even if you got the fast pass, you're going to wait for a minute, you know, People are still willingly accepting that version of Transformers. So I think we just have to wait and see. Well, Mike, thanks for your question. That was a pretty good one. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, is part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find us all at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And while you're there, please check out our Amazon links. It's just an easy way to help support the network without doing anything other than shopping at Amazon. I'm Rob, and when I'm not... Waiting out a hurricane, I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. And honestly, my internet didn't go out, so I was still there the whole time. But since you're talking about there the whole time, please check out my personal site, ZoneBase.org. That's ZoneBase.org. Z-O-N-E-B-A-S-E dot org. I'm totally in the midst of never stopping saying the word Halloween right now. So I'm having all sorts of Halloween fun there right now. And I hope you guys, hope you guys can dig it. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I'll be back hopefully next week without anything in life keeping me from doing it again. I've done had two weeks and two episodes in a month at this rate. So hopefully I'll get back on a regular schedule here this weekend. Thanks everyone for listening. And my screensaver has, I was going to click stop and say, thanks everyone for listening. Bye. But I interrupted the screensaver and it's doing that blank screen thing. It does when you do that. Hello, Granger. So how are you guys doing? Yeah.
Got made plans for Halloween yet? Had enough pumpkin spice flavored things? I got some pumpkin spice little Debbies in there. They take to work this week with my lunch. I um, I was wanting to get the uh, cookie, oatmeal cookie things. They have the uh, the pumpkin flavored oatmeal cookies, but they're out. And um, they also didn't have the fall cakes. They only had the they have the vanilla ones and the chocolate ones. And I don't like the chocolate ones, so I got usually got the vanilla ones. And but this time we 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 do the order and pick up groceries thing where you can order them online and come by and pick them up. And all they had was these pumpkin spice Swiss rolls. So I went ahead and did that, and I'm kind of curious. I, I would eat one now just to see, but then I'd have a day where I didn't have a cookie with my lunch. I don't know if I could handle that. That screensaver is still... I think it's something with this recording software and the screensaver. Like, it just... They bug each other up or something, because most programs, the screensaver comes on, you just swipe it, and it goes right back on. But whenever I'm running this, it takes a minute. But now we're back. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully, as long as life doesn't interfere, I'll be back next week. Or at least in two weeks, if life does interfere. But thanks, everyone, listening. Bye-bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details